everyone. Welcome back to Who's There. I'm your host, Ms. Allison. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. This is a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan. Because most of us are just regular people who like the adrenaline rush of being scared for some reason. And here we delve into those reasons. I am so excited because this week I got to chat with sisters Tammy and Jamie, who are the creators of the Instagram handle and website now, Texas Chain Paw Massacre, an Instagram account that pairs animals that are up for adoption with photos of their horror movie counterparts to help them get adopted. I couldn't have been more excited because if there's something I love as much as horror movies, it's rescuing animals because I have three rescue cats. We talked about how they got into horror movies as kids, how they came up with the idea for Texas Chain Paw Massacre, and how you can help get help more animals get rescued today through their website. One last thing before we get into this episode, if you love the show and haven't left us a review on iTunes yet, I'd be so grateful if you could take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our feed wherever you listen to us. Thank you so much to everyone who's already left us a review. It's so appreciated and it really helps people find us. I think I've rambled enough, so let's get into this episode with Jamie and Tammy. How are you guys? Hi. Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for being here. Um, so I invited you on to talk a little bit about your project, Texas Chainpaw Massacre, where you're helping rescue animals find homes one horror movie at a time. But first, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from, et cetera. Tammy, you uh, want to go first? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm Tammy. Um, I'm the younger sister. We're only two years apart, so we're pretty close. Um, I'm from uh, New York City, Staten Island, originally born and raised. I currently live in Philadelphia, South Philly. Um, I have a plethora of rescue animals of various species, uh, dog, cats, mouse, fish, um, and love horror movies of all kinds. And so I'm here with my sister, Jamie. So I'm Jamie. Um, she already told my backstory because we lived in the same place, obviously. So <laughs> from Staten Island, I'm still in New York City, in Manhattan to be specific, um, same, same thing. I have many rescue animals. I only have cats and a dog because, you know, New York City apartment. So doing what I can with the space that I have. Um, my life is occupied by my full-time job, which is NBC, and my part-time other job, which is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And that's about all I have time for in my day-to-day. Awesome. Well, I have, I have two rescue cats and a foster cat. So you might see them running around at some point. (laughs) Uh, So first things first, what are your favorite scary movies? Oh, that question. That question. (laughs) I can go first because mine is like a non-caveat just answer. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, is my, (laughs) is my favorite. I realize how, how, you know, obvious of an answer that is, um, but it is in fact my favorite horror movie. So awesome. I, um, I find the horror movie question very hard. So I usually have an out with an answer of like, if you ask me who my favorite icons are, it's, J- it's always Jason and then like Pinhead. If you ask me of like the past decade, it's Evil Dead 2013. Um, and I've also been known to defend to the death terrifier, which came out a couple of years ago. <laughs> also Jaws, I, if Jaws counts. Well, Jaws counts, that's like my favorite movie of favorite, like all time. Yeah. So fine, but- <laughs> Awesome. Um, I have to see Evil Dead 2013 because I heard it's very oh gosh, different from the it. original and I don't like the original. I think it's oh. too slow and too 80s. And you might I really like the, it. Then. So I yeah. love the original. I I love the original, but I, and I love the remake. So if that Same. even helps. To, like, I mean, it's they're yeah. two totally different. You are right. They're totally different things. Yeah. Don't even like there's just my real my opinion is that the the um remake reboot sequel i don't know what they really call it but the 2013 version in my opinion is the the version they wanted to make yep. and they couldn't make because of the budget and everything like that right yeah. i think in a lot of ways the 80s version was a fail not that i didn't love it but that it was <laughs> it was a failure of what it was supposed to be and it and it yeah. worked right and so i think that they sort of succeeded with what they wanted to do in the 2013 one i i love it too jamie and i both will defend it yeah all the time so awesome i love i love people who shamelessly and un will defend their unpopular oh we will unabashedly oh, yeah yeah, yeah we have a lot of bad for. movies we will and, and we have a lot of bad movies that we don't both like so we'll like one of us will die on the hill and the other one is like you're crazy yeah <laughs> i also Art. i'm also known for um my hatred for things that most people love and I don't even hide it. I don't care. Like <laughs> movies that people are just like, this was the best horror movie of the past. I'm just like, I was shit. I'm sorry. I hated it. I don't <laughs> say what you will. I hated it. 
Awesome. I am so excited to get to those, but that's a question later down the line. Okay. So, <laughs> uh -oh. oh, the first two are right here. First oh, two yeah, cats. I see one back there. Hi. Yeah. Is that black hat? Yeah, one oh, is a black cat, that... and then there's a tabby. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I have a black cat, too. <laughs> uh, so uh, how did you first fall in love with the horror genre? Um, I actually had this conversation with a coworker recently and can't say like what made it happen, but there's like specific things in our childhood that I, at least me can pinpoint. And like, they are like on the top of my head. One is Michael Jackson's thriller because like, I mean, we're in our, let's be honest, late thirties. So we were perfect, you know, we were young, but it was like, it was, it was, we saw it when it premiered on TV or whatever. And, you know, my parents watched it and it's, if you even look at it now, I mean, it's a pretty impressive music video and it's pretty creepy and pretty, but um, I know I saw that very young and um, our grandparents had a video store when we were little. Oh, wow. Um, if people don't know what that is, that's like a physical <laughs> Netflix where you actually go and get <laughs> videotapes. Um, so, and I mean like Brooklyn mom and pop video store when oh, we were wow. really little. So our cousins used to rent whatever they wanted. I think we had guidelines. They not so much. <laughs> um, so Jaws and Critters are two movies I saw very, very, very young <laughs> and have stuck with me for, so that's like what I always say. I mean, those things, seeing those things must have shaped yeah. my, because if you ask like our mom, she hates horror movies. Like it's like, <laughs> you can't even get her to watch anything. <laughs> I mean, she won't even watch like a thriller, like a remotely, like any yeah. thrilling even, you know, <laughs> it's like a, it's a. A real, we got her to watch Krampus one year for Christmas and it was like the biggest feat we ever got, you know? <laughs> Next is a better watch out. Yes, so. <laughs> absolutely. I think we're going to make it like a theme every Christmas yeah. when we get her to watch them. Like, um, yeah, just to add on to Jamie's uh, Critters, I absolutely remember watching with our, our cousins when we were little, but something else I remember that dates us with the video store is we used to do this thing when we were really young where we would go to... Um, the horror section in Blockbuster. Um, Blockbuster was a video store for those of you listening <laughs> that don't know what that is. And we would just um, like take turns pointing to videos that had like creepy covers and making each other like turn them around and look at the backs because the backs <laughs> always had the best pictures on them, right? Like, the backs <laughs> always had like the really gruesome, really cool stuff. And so we would just like take turns pointing to them and be like, okay, you look at that one. Now you look at that one. And we would just like look at all these cool pictures and be like, I want to watch this. <laughs> Until like our parents pulled us away to the family section so we could like, I don't know, watch Homeward Bound and cry ourselves to sleep or something. <laughs> yeah, I read the same movie. <laughs> I watched, I rewatched that movie, I think three years ago. And I was like, this is so sad. How did I watch yeah. this? I can't even think about it without. <laughs> yeah. I, my husband came home one day and I was hysterical crying on the couch. And he was like, what is wrong? I was like, Homeward Bound is on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so why do you think people that seem perfectly sane love the horror genre? Um, why do people who seem perfectly sane watch the Big Bang Theory? <laughs> These are some questions that no one will have an answer <laughs> to. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a great question and a great answer. Um, yeah, I don't, um, I don't think, I don't think there is a, in a lot of ways, I don't think there's a correlation, right? I think that, um, a lot of us use horror movies as an escape. Um, the real world is really scary. And so being able to confront that through horror movies is something that I find a lot of comfort in. Um, and I, I think, think a lot of people probably do. I think there's also a lot of aspect, at least for me, um, the, like the art of it all too, which has mm -hmm. nothing to do with being sane. You know, it's just like, I feel like yeah. from a very young age, I was obsessed with like special effects and makeup and like, and where else do you see that really well? Yeah. Yeah. You see it in some drama, you see it in everything, but like, where can you see a plethora, like a lot <laughs> of it? And like, it's yeah. horror movies. And it's like, I, from a very young age, I was ready to disconnect, like not even what's going on and just watch buckets and buckets of blood or how they did this or, you know, ripping someone's head off or cut you know arm off. and it's just like yeah fascinating. it's beautiful in a lot of ways and I think there's something really non-conformist about it too Jamie and I were both raised um our parents are you know a little bit more traditional but they've always been really chill about us like dyeing our hair green when we were like 12 and you know they've always been of the mindset that like you know it's more about what you do than how you look or um you know and so I think as as people who sort of navigated to the you know alternative um, aspects of life. There's something really nonconformist about horror movies. That's cool. Um, the directors and the writers are not scared to do things that most 
um, writers and directors are scared because like the mainstream might not buy it or whatever, right? And a lot of horror movies are like, we don't care if, you know, like, we don't care if the mainstream loves it. And that's something that is um, really awesome. It's really punk. It's really like, yeah. you know, it's something that we really gravitate to, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that answered your yeah. question, but. Yeah, no, that's a great answer. It t- totally makes sense. Who would you say are your favorite horror directors? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, it really is. Yeah, I mean, uh, I love John Carpenter. That's a, you know, sort of given um, answer. I, I'm really into uh, Jeremy Solner, um, Green Room. I've got a Green Room poster behind me. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, everything that he's been putting out lately has been, in my opinion, really um, cool and grungy and sort of like in the, in the vein of things that I'm really into. Yeah, I think the only movie of his that I've seen is Green Room, but I really want to see Blue Ruin. I love Blue Ruin. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I think he's got this aesthetic that I'm really into and I'm excited to see like where it goes, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really, I mean, I can't even pinpoint. Tammy has the better answer for that. I feel like in recent, I feel like in recent, and I know he hasn't even done that much yet, but I get very excited if I see Fede Alvarez on anything, just because again, Evil Dead 2013, and like, I'm, he was Don't Breathe, right? Which I'm not even saying was a fantastic movie, but like, I, I you know. Oh, it's a really yeah. good movie. It's, it's like, it's a great the movie. ending gets a little, I think, I think it's a really good movie, and then I get to the end, and I'm like, uh, yeah. uh-uh. But I love Stephen Lang. Tammy knows I have yes. a recent obsession with Stephen Lang, so like, um, I loved him in VFW, which was not today, yes. Alvarez, but like we're just going on tangents. Um, so yeah. I also just want to, um, shout out, uh, Bria Grant because I know she's like new on the scene and I'm really excited for what she is doing, um, as a writer and director. So. Oh, cool. What has little, she little done already? She just recently directed 12 hour shift and then she wrote Lucky, which is on Shutter, and I absolutely adored she wrote and starred in it um she's mostly like it been an actress up until now in okay. a, a couple of, you know a handful of horror movies and she's mm-hmm. sort of moving into writing and directing and I'm excited to see where it goes so. okay cool I'll have to look yeah. her up worth giving her a little shout out <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh uh, so what are your favorite sub sub genres in horror yeah mm. uh mine is cannibalism uh yes I'm super obsessed with cannibalism I realize how that sounds but um <laughs> It also just ties in really as like animal rights people, we, I feel like cannibalism is such a direct uh, subgenre for us, you know, um, the idea of shifting the perspective of like who and what we eat um, is like something that I just, I I just cling to. So cannibalism all the way. I think (laughs) mine is slasher because I love buckets of blood. So to me, that's where you're going to see it more than most. I'm not into like, um, like supernatural or like like haunted house like you know like the, which I guess is still supernatural um and I guess like monster movies if you get a good one still like we saw crawl together had a fantastic time uh, that movie was great it was, it's fantastic I don't think it even got like you know credit it deserved but um and I'm always good I mean going back to Jaws but I'm also obsessed with sharks and like any shark you throw anything I'll watch any I've watched the bottom of the barrel shark fan of Jaws I think yeah. we both watched yeah, Jaws. Jaws. Is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jamie, so since you don't like supernatural movies, are you a skeptic? Do you not believe in ghosts? I do not. No. no. Yes, I, I'll flat out. Yeah. No. What about you, Tammy? I do believe in ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Is that ever a point of tension in your relationship? No, not really. Yeah. I mean, we tease each other about it sometimes, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's not really. Yeah. Uh, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre was recently featured on Bloody Disgusting, which is awesome. Um, how did you come up with the idea for Texas Chain- Chainsaw Massacre, which is <sighs> kind of hard to say? <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, sorry about were that. We, were we, That's Tammy, okay. were we even together? Were we together? We were, we were together, right? We were G-chatting. Oh, we were G-chatting. Okay, I couldn't yeah, remember. Someone, we actually... someone asked me this recently, and I had to remember the story, um, <laughs> which is, you know, it's a lot less exciting, I think, than we maybe should make up a better story because it's like <laughs> not super interesting. Um, we were, G- we, we do chat like every day, Jamie and I, like while we're working and stuff like that, right? We just talk about stuff. And I think we were just talking about, uh, I think maybe one of us was watching something and we were just talking about how, you know, we uh, are just so tired of seeing adorable animals that pop up for like 30 seconds just to be murdered and how someone should really like give them the recognition that they deserve. Um, and I don't, you know, it probably just spiraled from there. Like our yeah, we were just like, just... oh, it'd be really cute to like yeah. see animal. I don't even like 
because I know we said something about matching animals and then we said like, but we need to have a purpose. Like we want to have a purpose and a brain right. and not just like, there's lots of cute animals on the internet. I mean, my dog has an Instagram. So <laughs> like, um, I think the point was we were like, well, you know, yeah. we could just show that like you can get your, first of all, we've been obsessed with church from Pet Cemetery since we were <laughs> children. So we were like, we just use him as we like, you can get your own church. Like we've always wanted a church and like how you can get a church and he's in a rescue somewhere. And, you know, and then it just. Yeah. I think I should go back and find that DTAC conversation, but (laughs) the way that Jamie and I talk, it it always just spirals into different places. So (laughs) I think that's pretty accurate. We, we were talking about, you know, underappreciated animals and that they deserve, you know, like an Instagram account. And then we were like, but they deserve more than an Instagram account. And there's so many animals in the world that deserve appreciation. And we sort of just made the connection. And I think by the end of that work day, we like had a name and a logo. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. When we we get into something, we just, we we get into it. (laughs) Awesome. Do you have any stats on how many animals you've helped find homes through it? Unfortunately, we, we don't, um, we don't have any, like, you know, nobody really reports back to us on specific yeah. numbers. Um, but we do check back on a lot of the animals and most of them are adopted. So we just, oh, you know, good. hope oh. it was partly because of us and, yeah. um, you know, maybe assume it was. <laughs> just say, just, yeah. I mean, I, to be fair, I know it's like a, a, a roundabout way, but I found my dog kind of from Texas Chainsaw Massacre and not because like, not that she specifically was on, but when we started this whole thing up and I started um, frequently being on Pet Finder, which is a hard thing to do every day when you can't bring all these animals home. Oh my God. So like, but when, like I, you know, being on Pet Finder and getting into this and like looking things up and obviously like I start Pet Finder by my zip code. And so, you know, I would see her rescue a lot and they would come up a lot with all these dogs that I found really cute. And, and we were starting to think about adopting a dog which was big for and you know and I would see all these dogs that were really cute and I was like started looking into that rescue and that's honestly how I found out about her rescue was through us doing this so I like to say that like I mean the most important one came into (laughs) you know came from Texas and she's lucky because I can't tell you how many Jamie and I actually contemplate for a moment we're like I might I might adopt that one. <laughs> Wait, where's that location? That's that's pretty close. I might I might take that one. It's bad. So I was like, I'll send her one to look at or whatever. And she's just like, oh, I want this one. I'm like, oh. excuse me, I'm calling to make an appointment to go meet that one. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I used to volunteer with the rescue group that I adopted my cats from. And it was really hard not to be like, this one's been here for so long. Yes. I have to take him home. Yeah. It's so, I think that's why my husband's very scared of me. Like I keep saying, as soon as I get like a moment of like a break in work, real work, not like the, the real job. And I'm using air quotes for people that I can't see me, but like, um, that, like <laughs> I'm going to volunteer either for her rescue, my dog or, you know, and then he, I think he thinks that's a terrible idea <laughs> because <laughs> all of a sudden I'm going to come home with like yeah. two more. <laughs> I have a friend who just started working at the a the ACC I think it is yeah it probably um, that's where one of my cats came from yeah she is uh she's working in the kitten nursery oh, so gosh. she'll post videos on Instagram of like this is my co-worker today spots and it's just like this tiny little kitten no I'm like Wait. best job ever ACC is a hard one too because yeah. they um they have a youth yeah, they're like a pound. like I'm not trying yeah. to yeah but that's where what that my black cat came from ACC yeah. that I frantically it was a whole thing and it was a whole story but like so did frantically he. pulled her more <laughs> pulled her morning of you know from okay. ACC yeah. it's just yeah so it's it's hard yeah definitely and when I went there it was like hard seeing like just you know, what's going on. Not, not anything bad, just like these core, you know, like they need donation, like they need help. And yeah. so like, Ugh. yeah, you're in New York city and you have money to donate, send it to the ACC. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Seriously. Absolutely. The, the shelters and the pounds, like, like the government run rescues needed even more than the small. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't have as many fosters. They fill up real fast and then they have no room. So. Yeah. yeah. And I, and then maybe I have a controversial stance on like, um, no kill. Sh- I, I mean, I believe in no kill shelters, but ACC, which I, is, is still like, I do give them money because like, I don't want that to have, you know, it's very yeah, hard. Right, right. Like animals that are there, I'm trying to make them as comfortable as possible. Yeah, as in sometimes I feel like every year to ACC, right. Like, as yeah. in sometimes I feel like the non no kill need the money more, I think is right. Like yeah, I, just, I would prefer everybody be no kill. Yes. But if you're not, you need the money and the fostering even more than the, yeah. um, 
yeah, when I lived in Houston, I fostered for the like equivalent of like the Houston pound um, for that same reason. I just, the more, the more cages you can open by fostering, Mm -hmm. right? Like, because those animals are on death row. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I knew, I knew this conversation would turn into like, (laughs) (laughs) all right, adopt pets. No, no, it's not. It's like, this is combining my, my two favorite things, animal welfare and horror, horror. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Right here. Yeah. Um, so I love that you have resources on your site to help people go vegan and vegetarian. Have you ever heard the theory that Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a pro-vegetarian movie? 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, I stand by it. Actually, uh, Toby Hooper went vegan while making the movie. Oh. And rumor has it that uh, Guillermo del Toro also went vegan after seeing it. I don't know that either of them stayed vegan, but I know yeah. that while watching or um, shortly after the movie, they me. Funny you bring him up because going back to directors, I do still, I love him. Del Toro. <laughs> Del Toro. I love Del Toro. Pan's Labyrinth is one of my favorite movies of all time. So, and I mean, even if the movies, you can edit that back. And yeah. <laughs> even if the movie's bad, it's always visually stunning. And I will just sit there and watch it. Yeah. No he does make very, very pretty movies. Yeah. I need to watch Pan's Labyrinth because I never have. And then I listened to um, a podcast called The Horror Virgin talk about it. And it sort of piqued my interest oh, in it a little bit. I personally think it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's visually and just the story. It's just, it's so good. So good. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> um, so an article came out last year that said that horror movie fans were handling lockdown better than non-horror movie fans. Why do you think that was the case? I thing I I don't know I mean I think am I I'm gonna get myself in trouble but I feel like I think in general a lot of us are a little bit more introverts than extroverts so it's easier I know at least for me to be forced I'll be honest in the beginning it was not easy for me I mean you're talking about someone and you know you live in New York I mean like I went to work every day in an office it's just very it was just very different it was hard to deal with in the beginning just mentally and emotionally but um I feel like the horror community in general is a little bit more introverts I mean I'm talking for me right now and my sister we're you know we're gamers where we watch horror movies we do a lot of things indoors to begin with like I'm not a go to the bar or go out, you know, kind of person. So a lot of my already interests and hobbies take place within the fall, the walls of my apartment to begin with. Um, so it just felt like you had more time to do that in, in the day. I think there's a horror community in general, that's fantastic. So you, you look at like what's going on with like last drive in you look at podcasts or you look at our mutual friend who runs horror trivia, like those things, like, <laughs> You know, and he started that during lockdown and it's like, but we're um, naturally going to come together and do those kind of things. And I think it happened before lockdown, but it just got even bigger during quarantine. I think it also ties to that inventiveness. Like, I don't I don't consider that um, offensive, Jamie, like calling us introverts. I mean, and I'm sure there's many horror fans that are not introverts, but I think it also ties into that um, inventiveness that I was talking about earlier about not really caring what the mainstream thinks. Right. I think the horror community is incredible and they've always been doing things like the last drive-in right like they've always been doing these things where the community is sometimes virtual and we're not always together and you know we have twitter and um and so in a lot of ways they've, they've come up with these unique things that many um mainstream outlets either hadn't thought of or weren't doing and they were all they were kind of already thinking of them before right um so i think it ties back a lot of ways to that sort of like alternative thinking that a lot of horror uh, the horror community has just had in general. Yeah, yeah. we're already doing it. Now everybody else trying to find, find a way to like, <laughs> right, do it. Right, that's, yeah. I mean, that's how I felt a lot of ways in the pandemic. I was like, oh, now everybody else is joining me in, you know, <laughs> sitting on my couch watching horror movies. <laughs> <original day. laughs> um, and I guess there's always something to be said about that we, you know, watch a lot of movies about the end of the world. So we've been prepared for this yeah. for a while. <laughs> I'm yeah. like ready to eat someone if I need to, you know? All right, cool. I'm not not going to come knocking on your door anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> um, so how do you decide what kind of, which horror movie to watch when you're looking for a horror movie to watch, whether it's a new one or you want to go back and rewatch something? So we have a massive spreadsheet because um, <laughs> I love Excel and I love spreadsheets. Yeah, me too. Um, it's color coded <laughs> and everything. And 
So it started, actually, we just started plugging in movies. Like we started with like, and if you go back to our first few posts, I feel like that's why they're not, why they're the obvious ones, but like, that's why it's like Aliens and Jaws and um, even Evil Dead 2013. It was the (laughs) movies on the top of our head that we knew had animals. Cause like, so we just started populating the spreadsheet before we even, before we even posted. Like we went into this with like a little bit of, um, information and a list and like she said the logo like we wanted everything before we actually like launched and it was just Instagram there was no website there was no you know mm-hmm. so but um we had a spreadsheet with like let's just say it started with 20 something movies off the top of our head and then um kept filling it in as we could think of more and then anytime we watch a movie which and she does even more than me Tammy does more than me but like anytime we watch a movie, if there is an animal now, it's like that spreadsheet is on our phone. It's on our computer. It's everywhere. And it's like, I just last night watching last drive and put two animals on there, put, you know, and so this spreadsheet is huge and we haven't even posted maybe half. No, not even half of them. Right. I don't even know. Tim. Like, Probably not like, even half. Yeah. Well, cause it's running. So it's constantly always. Yeah. So, and then know. we decide just honestly based on mood or what we think is relevant at the time, if we could tie into anything going on, like we try to, like they make an announcement about a sequel or something where like, Oh shoot, we have a dog from the original. Like, let's just <laughs> post that. Um, and it's honestly, um, spending hours and hours going through dogs and seeing like which dogs are available right now, because, because we're working with rescues and shelters and pet finder, it's like, you know, certain dogs we've been searching for, I'll be honest, like the two years we've had this list and this list. And it's like, they, I just can't find the right match for that movie. So I'll move on to like another movie, you know? So it's just like, we, we work with like timing and what's available. And yeah. So spoiler alert, we're, we're not always watching the movie that we post. Is, is basically <laughs> long story short we have we have watched all the movies we post yes but we have not, but not close to when we post them often unless it's the last drive-in and then we usually try to post it yeah i try to post that like the next day or something part of the part like of the when, sort of community but yeah. um she is right like that's a that was a thing for us too is like we weren't putting any movies on that we haven't watched like we've gotten suggestions yeah. but we have to watch the movie part we'll be like okay it's on our you know it's on our other list which is like movies to watch or whatever but like nothing on our list is a movie that we have not seen yeah so if you're listening to this right now and you have a movie with a cute animal in it and you want to suggest it to us please do but we need to watch it first before we post it so <laughs> if we haven't already seen it yeah awesome. and sometimes people suggest one and I'm like it's on the list don't worry it's there <laughs> we just haven't posted it yet so who's your favorite good boy or good girl in a movie in a horror oh, movie? Oh, I had a feeling this was gonna this this question was gonna be asked. I mean church, I think is, I mean, is my yeah, favorite. I think that's a yeah. yeah, I we we've loved church since we were kids. And I think what I and like I'm gonna I'm gonna go off a little bit. We go off on tangents a lot. Um <laughs> what I really love about church too is that church is the perfect example of a animal in a horror movie that isn't just used for like emotional manipulation which is like a big reason why we started this right is that church is a character in the movie and that's something that a lot of movies horror or not fail at when they put animals in right they use the animal just for set dressing or emotional manipulation and church is a character who is super relevant to the plot um who you are super attached to who has like a super important role and that's um something that i really love not just because he's just freaking adorable um, in both movies, I mean, yeah. we, you know, yeah, original, he got, yeah, he's cute in the new ones. Yeah, he's super cute yeah. in the new one too. But you know, I think that's a both of us answer because we have. I mean, it's not even a lot. We've been obsessed with him since we were like little. We wanted like a, a Russian, blue, Russian gray, Russian what, a, Russian blue. blue. I think he's a Russian blue. blue. Yeah, thank you, Russian blue. And we wanted to name him Church, and we, you know, like it was just like we had those little. Um, do you guys remember like Neopets or um, like Tamagotchis? Yeah. I had a like Neopet named Church, um, like one of those little, you know, like animatronic games yeah. or whatever. And I like immediately named it Church. Yeah. I will oh. say that neither of us between all our cats have a cat named Church right now. <laughs> what I mean, are you waiting time, for? I know, right? I think by the time we adopted, we were like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's too cliche. I can't do it. <laughs> I do have a great cat too. And he's not named Church. Uh, um, I think my favorite um animal in a movie is uh joan jonesy mm, yes Alien. that's a good one too great answer yeah 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 jonesy's i've only and- seen the first two alien movies but i'm told he, he survives all of them i've and- actually only seen the first two also yeah every the alien movies i've seen every single one unfortunately every single one um 
guess I've got a marathon in my future. I, yeah, you do. Because Zeno, I find xenomorphs to be adorable. I don't know why, but I think they're the cutest. Thing. And what cute. I was going to say is like, if you look up, like, have you ever looked up some of the people's like cute artwork of like xenomorphs and Jonesy? If you well, you have that cute, you have that oh. cute pin. You have that pin. Yeah, I have those really little pins by Mondo. Style. Yeah, the Mondo pins yeah. that like they did them in like an anime. Yeah, but like um, if you Google Jonesy and xenomorph, you will get, I promise you, some really cute artwork <laughs> of like a xenomorph and a, and a little orange cat. I remember they came out with like a kid's book recently with Jonesy in it, right? Yes, I think it's- they did. I bought that for oh, my then boyfriend. Yeah, it, it was really, really cute. Yeah. And have you seen the graphic that um, is of Jonesy carrying one of the aliens in its mouth and it says the short version of aliens? No, no but that, that sounds so cute. I'll have to email it to you. Yeah. Okay, please do. <laughs> uh, um, let's see, where am I? Are there any horror movies that you won't watch or that you won't ever watch again? Yes, there's one I think that's on both our lists and it's yeah. a big one because I think in the horror community and we've had this conversation about being ostracized if you haven't seen a movie that's supposed to be right. like a horror movie. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we've been horror fans since we were little. You can't tell me we're not horror fans because we yeah. haven't seen like a huge movie, but neither of us have seen Cannibal Holocaust and neither of us will watch Cannibal Holocaust because there's animal murder yeah, in like it. and I'm not trying I'm not even trying to preach and I'm animal, not trying yeah, yeah I'm not trying to go on like a whole but I have no desire to like watch it yeah just and, not- and I think it's yeah it's I, yeah everything she said um that's that's the one it's the big one it's the big um, one yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> that we that we just won't you know and, and and it's not to say that I'm sure we haven't watched movies where there's animal death unseen animal death we just didn't know going into it Friday right? 13th yeah. so Friday 13th right one. right which I didn't know <laughs> when I saw which when I, I didn't kid, know and you know? I can't help that Friday 13th is one of my favorite Right, of all time. <laughs> right, but when you know it, um, you know it's something to avoid because yeah. you don't really want to, you know. And if I'm going to watch unseen animal deaths, like I'm going to watch it for the sake of educational, like, um, you know, anti-eating animal propaganda, yeah. um, like documentaries, <laughs> not just for entertainment purposes, right? Yeah, definitely. I have not watched that movie for the same reason. There we go. So, yeah. <laughs> and I probably will never. I think I will just watch Green Inferno instead. Right, which yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, I mean, we'll watch like any garbage. We've been known <laughs> to put on like the bottom of the barrel Amazon Prime movies when we're <laughs> I, I will say when last drive-in did Cannibal Holocaust, Darcy was really good. So they like, I really did watch it, but she called out, she gave you buffer and like told you, and she's like a vegan and she's an animal, right? You know, and she told you like when it was going to happen and like when to leave, like when to leave the room. And like, so I guess if you're going to watch it, you watch it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Are you both vegan or vegetarian? Yeah, yeah. I'm vegan and yeah. she's vegetarian. So Nice. Nice. I was a vegetarian from 2017 and then I went vegan in January. Yay. So, congrats. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. Um, I can't can imagine. We all go out to eat somewhere together. Yes. Now that we can yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hearing that Toby Hooper went vegan after filming Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the seventies, that must've been terribly hard. There were no Beyond Burgers. No, not no. at all. Yeah. I, you know, it's, we always talk about how Jamie used to just yeah. eat, um, cause she went vegetarian very young. Like she would just literally get um like a burger at mcdonald's without yeah. the burger and yeah. that was I, a veggie uh, burger in you know the 90s i can't yeah. eat um we're italian <laughs> so I, <laughs> I so we went to a lot of italian restaurants um i to this day have a very hard time eating fettuccine alfredo because it was the only thing on the menu anywhere <laughs> that was made vegetarian and obviously not even vegan now but i'm just saying yeah. like vegan was not an option like let's be honest like when i i mean i it's been I don't know, 27 years or something that I've been vegetarian. And like, so when you're in like high school or junior high, you know, like it's just, and you're going out to eat, you're not, you're yeah. definitely not getting vegan options. And there was a lot vegetarian of pasta and potatoes. Mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, a lot of starch in our Italian family. <laughs> Um, yeah, thank goodness. It was not like it was now where where we (laughs) can just, I can go to a pizzeria in New York and get a vegan slice, you know, like it's just, the options are incredible now. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane what there is now. And like, yeah, it's good because a lot more people, yeah. Yeah. So props to Toby Hooper because it must've been so hard. (laughs) So hard. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, So that was the vegan and vegetarian sponsored portion of the (laughs) podcast. Um, Let us know if you have questions about going vegan or vegetarian. It's we won't preach it, but we're here to help if you need it. Yes, you know. (laughs) Um, So back when we were all packing into movie theaters before COVID, did you Mm -hmm. ever have any noteworthy experiences, good or bad, seeing a horror movie in theaters? Yes, we're waiting for this one. Uh, (laughs) Not that we've been new. 
but <laughs> I don't know if it's going to translate, honestly. Like, we but it know. also is really good because it's a very animal related movie, too. So, okay. true, it has yeah. a good animal moment, too. Yeah, we're but, setting um, it up, we're setting it up, <laughs> it's not even going to be that funny. Wait, we're talking, we're talking about the same movie, right? First of all, we had a great experience with snakes on a plane. I just have to say oh, that yeah. because we fantastic experience and we went to see that more than once. But, um, we went to see The Hills Have Eyes remake, uh, in yeah. theaters. And That's 2005 or something, maybe. I have no idea. Look at our list, but oh, well, yeah. <laughs> it was 2006. 2006 okay. was the Hills. We have went Eyes to see the Hills Have Eyes remake, and there were girls being very, very loud behind us. And I think we all, most of us who appreciate movies, do not need people chatting. Yeah, behind it was like you. opening weekend, and they were yeah, like packed you know, theater. Because think of back theater, in the day, yeah. like teenagers. I mean, we were a little, mm-hmm. we were older. They we were, were teenage, probably yeah, we were probably like in 20s, maybe early, early college or something, and they early were in high school or something. Uh, or whatever, 2005. You could do the math. I'm not. So um, <laughs> I'm not going to keep dating ourselves. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically, we were adults though compared to the girls behind us. But um, I start the blame on my my boyfriend at the time, who turned around and screamed at them. Tammy, do you remember that? Like he stood up and oh yeah, I remember screamed it. to shut the fuck up. Right. So that started the movie. Like so, we got that going, and now they're like talking about us behind us, and they're sitting right behind us. And they're talking, and from what I remember, they're talking about throwing gum in our hair. They're talking about like, I don't know, beating up, whatever. So, so then Tammy decides she's going to go like, I mean, let's be honest, tell on them because we don't know what to do. They won't shut up. And they just like, it's ruining the movie. Completely ruining the movie. I mean, honestly, like I could not hear what was going on through the entire first half (laughs) of that movie between her, you know, boyfriend screaming at them and then them. (laughs) you know, yelling at us. It was just like a feud. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on in this movie. So like she gets up and like pretends to go to the bathroom and like, you know, tells the theater goer, there's like really loud people behind us. Can you like come in and tell them, you know, whatever is that you, I mean, you were the one that went. So that's what was exactly what happened. I was like, could you just tell them to keep it down? We're trying to watch this movie. We just paid $13 for or whatever. (laughs) So we also like, we also plotted it out. Like you told him, but we told him to wait. Like, don't come right in because he's going to know. I don't want to be like in trouble for ratting them out. <laughs> like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the bitch who like, you know, called out these people. So anyway, Although they so were the ruining guy, the yeah, They were ruining it. They were ruining the movie. So like, whatever, the guy waits, he comes in, he tells him to be quiet. But now the rest of the movie, we're getting like, snitches get stitches and bitches get and like behind us and I'm just like sitting the whole movie with a hood up because I think I'm getting gum in my hair I got people threatening to to beat me after after the movie that when I think the first thing they said they were just like this bitch just told on us and I was like god damn it yeah then it was snitches get stitches for the remaining of the like movie um and then we had to have security walk three grown adults to our car including you know the male that yelled at them because uh, we, we were, were afraid we were going to about... get jumped after the yeah. movie. We did not. I don't even know if they waited around. Yeah. They probably haven't thought about that moment since, but Jamie <laughs> and I think about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. That sounds frustrating and a little bit terrifying. Yeah. And I also would have gone and told on them, but I wouldn't have waited. I wouldn't have made the guy wait. I would have brought him in with like a flashlight and been like, these are the people take them out. Yeah. Hey, like, like, I, I actually think about that because we found it to be a hilarious experience. And we, I mean, we both had to rewatch Hills of Eyes because we had no oh, idea. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea what happened. When it was over, we were just like, was it like the original? Like, I don't, I don't remember any of that movie. Um, so we had to go back and watch it when it came out. Um, but I constantly think about that experience and I'm like, I wonder what I would have done now. Like, would I have been yeah. meaner? Would I have been I would have done the same thing because like, I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> Did you see it in a movie theater on Staten Island? We did. Maybe, maybe it would be a little bit more intimidating to have a Staten Island man be yelling at me. Maybe I would be a little bit more afraid. (laughs) I I think you're probably right. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, I've said on this podcast before, I've been that person that when they have when people bring their little kids in with them oh horror movies I go out and I'm like tell the manager I'm like take them out they're like it's PG-13 we can't do anything I was like oh I've been in R something before quarantine like more frequently but oh I think it was the newest Halloween seriously Mm. like a family in front of me with like their infant child and then like you may say like first of all babies should be there but you may say okay they can't even register but there were definitely ages that like could register what's going on and then like put it and I'm like what is going on here like oh god yeah Yeah, I'm not obviously I don't think any of us are against um young younger people watching horror movies because we all did like just don't bring them to theaters if they can't you know like this is like I mean in a lot of ways I've gotten less 
I've gotten like more annoyed at that as I get older because because now it's more of a big deal for me to like pay and go see a movie. Now that we could <laughs> yeah. stream everything, you know, like it's actually yeah. a big deal for me to like pay money to go to a theater. And so like, I want to at least like be able to enjoy the experience, you know, and not have people threatening my life behind me and putting gum in my hair. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, an article came out recently that our mutual friend Jody sent to me saying that like, I don't know if I'm going to go back to a theater because I like streaming in my home, but yeah. I kind of like the experience of going to a theater yeah. and like being with other people. Yeah. Also something, love horror movies. I think it's a, that's a really good, a really good point because I think as much as, for example, that Hills Have Eyes story is like, was maybe a crappy experience. Um, yeah. There is something about seeing movies in theaters that you just can't replicate. I love watching movies at home. I love streaming movies, but something I always remember that's like not quite horror, but kind of horror is, um, my sister and I went to see the uh, original Mortal Kombat movie together. And it was probably one of the first movies that our parents let us go do it is. alone. It, it was, it was absolutely. That and when fact. that theme song came on and the entire theater went nuts, I remember feeling like this was, again, we're dating ourselves. This was like before the internet was really a thing. It was before you could have communities outside of like your literal friends. Yeah. And I remember feeling a way that I had like never felt before that was like, we weren't alone, right? My sister and I, would sit upstairs and play our Sega Genesis and like love Mortal Kombat 2. Like we played it all the time. And I was like, there's dozens of us. <laughs> like there's a community of people that are so yeah. excited about this Mortal Kombat movie. And I just felt so like, I remember that as an experience of like something that was really cool and really important to me and really formative, you know? And that still happens and you can't replicate that on your couch as much as I adore watching movies from my couch yeah it's funny you tell that because I also remember that exact moment it's a funny it's funny that we both like Mortal Kombat sticks to me besides mm -hmm. that it was like our first alone movie and like but the feeling of that theme song and the feeling of people cheering like yeah like it's just like and I and I and I am a very big like she is sit on my like I have to be dragged to the movie theater I really do like I don't because I'm just like why I, I like at the point of how big TVs are getting and how comfortable my couch is and the bathroom is right there. And like, you know, it's just like, I don't really need to go and sit in a theater and be locked, you know, but, but when you have those experiences and even not to bring up again, but like <laughs> snakes on a plane, for some reason, Tammy <laughs> and I had the greatest time with that. We went to see it twice and made different groups of friends go see it. But like things like that, we saw crawl together. I think it's like a matter of like certain things you could see, like, you know, downer movies or a, a bust of a movie and be like okay I didn't need to go to the theater for that I could you know but yeah. when you have like those one like those movies it's like I needed to see this with all my like-minded friends and community yeah. and like you know <laughs> and then there's the people that ruin that too like there's people who go to horror movies that like don't like horror movies so they sit there bitching you know and it's just <laughs> like you're ruining this for me <laughs> yeah but. definitely <laughs> um what's been your favorite horror movie so far in 20 2021 Oh, wow. Oh, man. I have to probably What's, look up what came out in 2021. Yeah, what but, came out in 2021. Um, probably Lucky. I think Lucky came out in 2021, which is the Bria Grant movie I was talking about earlier. Um, she wrote and starred in it. It's on Shudder. Um, I literally just is, went through. This is the Shudder advertising portion of the show. Um, <laughs> Shudder, sponsor me. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, really, the list. Uh, I really loved Lucky. It was um, it was a surprising... I. I I put on a lot of times when you like go into watching movies, I'm sure we all do this, you know, you have like, I try to watch movies with no expectations. I like don't even really watch trailers anymore because I find that I enjoy them more if I don't know what I'm going into. And so lucky I had turned on expecting it to just be sort of like a background movie, you know, and I immediately had to stop everything I was doing and watch the whole movie twice. Um, oh, so wow. I, yeah, I, I really, really liked it a lot. I'll be honest, I'm really behind on 2021 movies. <laughs> like I've only seen like, some of like the bigger ones um there's a bunch on my list like jacob's wife i really want to watch that if tammy if you haven't seen it i was gonna say we watch together yeah, let's absolutely it's, watch it. I, it's a barbara crampton and i think cm punk and i um uh, so, larry fessenden but, i believe is in it yes he is yeah, really he's, the hus he's the husband cool but yeah, um I'm definitely down to watch that. yeah i'm like really really behind and the ones i've seen like um i'm not a big fan of and so um I'm like, speaking of the minority thing, I'm in a huge minority of hating Psycho Gorman. And like, that was like a lot of people's like favorite of 2021. And I disliked it. So like, otherwise, like I'm looking at a list right now, not sound, but like, I'm trying to think of like, I only, and I've, I've seen um, the, um, 
Nick Cage want Willy's Wonderland. That was fine. I'm just trying to think. Like, like yeah, I can't I don't even really remember favorite. like what came out this year. It's yeah, it's like the next year because everything's like trying to come back, yeah. but like not yeah. really coming back. Um, and I'm, Benny, Willy's Wonderland. Benny loves you. I oh, think. I really want to see Benny loves you. I haven't seen it. Oh, yet. so do really I. Good. Yes, I was really gonna send good. it to you, Danny, yeah. and say we had to watch it. Okay, let's yeah. watch that together too. Yeah, <laughs> Benny loves you. Say it's really good. It's. Yeah. I think it's streaming now, right, or something. Yes, it's streaming. You have to rent it though. But it's no problem. Like Four ninety nine yeah, cool. or something. It's Great. We'll even watch like, that. Jamie and I will watch that next yeah, time. And I think some that we've even watched in twenty twenty one were twenty twenty, like Rabbit, right? And we watched right. like Rabbit. We watched yeah. Good Hair. Like a bunch of them we watched were yeah. also even like last twenty twenty movies. Well, it's also been rough too because a lot of movies were like they were like yeah. filmed in twenty twenty or yes, like or released, they didn't yeah. really come out until like twenty twenty one. So the years yeah. have been a little, you know how it is. Pandemic year, everything's yeah. a blur, so. <laughs> now future generations will have no idea what we're talking about no not at all yeah <laughs> they're um, like why don't you know what year it is what's wrong with you people <laughs> why why don't you wear real clothes anymore <laughs> why bother <laughs> why don't you wear there? pants i don't understand <laughs> so on the flip side what horror movie are you most looking forward to seeing in 2021 something is coming out this year that was on my, I was really looking for, I know it's not hard, but I was really looking forward to Mortal Kombat till we watched that. And it was like, eh. Um, what's the, what's the 2021 list? Is the new uh, Halloween coming out this year? Even though I'm not yes, excited about I'm it. Not, I'm not. Oh, yeah, Terrifier 2. Terrifier 2. Oh, sorry. Yeah, done. I don't even have to look <laughs> up a list. We know yeah. how I feel about that movie. Yeah. Uh, Terrifier 2 is my number one. Cannot wait. It was supposed to come out in 2020. Um, yeah. And, I, and I'm and i pretty excited about the new Candyman. Thank you, Sammy. Which, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I just thought of it. I was like, Terrifier 2. <laughs> no, Jamie. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm also excited about Terrifier 2, but she's like obsessed. So she's super excited <laughs> about it. Um, I'm excited about the new Candyman. I mean, I know it's a tough one. Candyman is a great movie. Yeah. And I'm always like, um, you know, on that, on that, like, you split, people are going to hate us. I hated the new Halloween. Um, I thought it was terrible. I, so. so, yeah. So it's always a mix, but we loved the Evil Dead, right? Like, you, you never know yeah. with the kind of remakes of the originals, but, um, you know, it looks good. It, it, you know, like, it's it's got good writers and directors and producers behind it. I, I really love Candyman. I think there's a lot of potential there. So I'm excited to see that whenever yeah. it finally comes out. Because I know it's been on the burner yeah, I for think a while. it's coming out in August. Okay, yeah, not no, too okay. far. That's yeah. the thing too, is like, it's hard to remember because some of these were pushed, like they were supposed yep. to come yeah. out and I forget what list is like, you know, like I haven't even seen it yet because I was iffy on the first one, but like, I know Quiet Place, Quiet Place was supposed right. to come out basically the weekend we all yeah. went into quarantine mm-hmm. and it like yeah. just came out. So it's like trying to remember when and where these things are, yeah. like you said, this past years, everything's <laughs> like, I know. And there's a lot of movies too, that I think have come out um, uh, during like virtual festivals in the last year. And I haven't obviously been able to see them all. And so I, I think they're probably going to come out in theaters or more for streaming. And I'm like really excited about that. You know, there's yeah. like a lot of little movies that have sort of come out and I'm like, yay, maybe they'll finally like <laughs> be streamable to the rest of the world. Yeah, totally. Um, so this is, uh, this is the question that I think you've been waiting for. Are there any horror movies that you love that people generally don't like, or do you hold any unpopular horror movie opinions? Oh, we have so many unpopular. I have so horror many movies. unpopular. Yeah, opinions. So many. How many do you want? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't think I've liked, and I'm sorry to everybody, but I don't think I've liked an A24 movie since. Um, hey, Green Room. I don't know. Oh, Green Room. Fine. Green Room's an A24. I always forget that. <laughs> but the big, like, what, Hereditary. Uh, Midsummer, Midsummer, um, the witch, right? Which is the, the Vavitch. Vavitch. You're saying all the names wrong, Jamie. It's Midsummer and the Vavitch. I know the Vavitch, Midsummer, like Hereditary. I disliked all of them, <laughs> and I I will die on like that hill as I will die on the Terrifier Hill, which seems to for some reason be a controversial movie in the horror community. <laughs> so, um, I hold lots of unpopular opinions for the opposite, yeah. for the hating movies that people seem to love. And it's so, I'm not trying to do it to be that person. Like it's not, everybody loves this, so I must hate it. It's not that. It's just, I, I go into these movies maybe with high expectations. I've seen most of them after I've already heard hype about them or whatever. And then I'm just like, eh. Yeah, I think the high expectation be, thing is a, but I is think a giant also, problem. They should also stop being marketed to me as horror movies. Because it's if you told me sure. Midsommar was a drama, which it, it is, I'm sorry. It may have like horrific events in it, but it's not yeah. like a horror movie by definition in my mind, personally. I think it's a drama. And if you told me it's a drama, maybe I would have felt very differently about it. But when you tell me it's like a horror movie and I sit down and I'm already and like I have to sit through 18 hours of this movie because it's <laughs> friggin' long. Um... <laughs> I was just like, it was done. And I was like, what? What? Uh, uh. So I'm, I'm very, um, 
I, I yeah. hate a lot of things that people seem to love. Uh, I liked Hereditary, but I, <laughs> but I, I get where I didn't, I didn't care for Midsommar or the Vavitch. Um, but uh, <laughs> Halloween, Halloween is the big one for me. Oh, yeah, it's a, I was, the remake. I was a giant, the yeah, the remake, the remake, the 2019, 18. 18, yeah, thank you, 2018. Yeah, um, yeah I, I really did not like that movie. I thought it was just very poorly written. Um, I just, I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't believe that it was getting the hype it was too, as like the return of the mm. Halloween movies, um, having loved the originals. And I even liked like the Paul Rudd, you know, <laughs> Halloween 6 or whichever one that was. Um, <laughs> You know, like, so when the new one came out and everybody was really into it, I was just like, huh? Um, like, I just couldn't, <laughs> like, I just could it just wasn't, I was like, really? Like, and I think, yeah. again, the big hype is, it's a problem in a lot of ways because, you know, I, I disliked it even more because everyone was saying how good it was, you know? And, and again, not because I wanted to be, you yeah. know, contrarian, but because I was expecting it to be the return of the Halloween movies, you know? And I was like, yeah. no, it's like mediocre at best, you know? Um, <laughs> On the other side, um, and Jamie disagrees with me on this one, but I will die on the Unfriended Hill. I think the Unfriended movies were before their time. Yeah. I think that they were fantastic movies. Now that we are living <laughs> in movies like Host and stuff like that, like I think that Unfriended. You're not. You're not the only one, though. I've heard that there are some yeah. people who will die on that. There I are just... dozens of us. But I also had a. I, I know, like, like Unfriended. I like the sequel. Like... But. I also just I had a bad movie experience. Well, maybe not even movie experience with it. Whatever. I just you, Tammy. You watched it at home. I watched it at home, yeah. I went to a theater and I just, people were just yelling yeah. at me over a computer screen on like right. a Which big is, screen. And it's it just, not like, a movie to watch in a theater. great on me. I was just like, I, I can't watch this anymore. Yeah, I think um, it's absolutely not a movie to watch in the theater. I think that's interesting too, especially with the conversations you've been having about home and in theaters is like where you watch the movie or how you watch the movie. Yeah sets that tone too I think but I I watched the movie Searching several years back I saw that in theaters and I didn't think it was I don't know I enjoyed it in the theater so although there's know. a lot less yelling at you and searching <laughs> so maybe that's why yeah um John, I watched that at home also but yeah I John, can't think of space Cho right John I yeah, yeah Cho yeah, I think that's it um Tammy, is there one that I love that people, I mean, let's take Terrifier out of it because there are a bunch of people who yeah, actually yeah. like it. But like, I think is there one that Terrifier. I die on that everybody like, is there one that you hate that I love? No, right? I don't, I don't think so. I'm a lot more forgiving than you are. Oh, though. you are, yeah. Like I just generally True. like think everything's fine or incredibly amazing. You know what I mean? Like for me, <laughs> most horror movies are fine or I really love them. Oh yeah, I either hate or love and there's no yeah, like she's in between. a lot more divisive. <laughs> if you could remake one horror movie, which one would it be? It oh, mm. hasn't been remade already. Mm. <laughs> or maybe you hated one remake, so you're going to remake it yourself. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, I know which ones I wouldn't touch and everybody has that <laughs> list, but like um, that hasn't been like, I don't, I'm like, I want to, this is going to, this is a good question. I want to say this just because I love it. And maybe if you give it to the right person, it could, and, and I love the original, but I want to say, and I know they're still going, but like, what if someone redid Hellraiser, but even more fucked up and even crazier? You know what I'm trying to say? I love Hellraiser. <laughs> um, but like, maybe if we saw a new, I don't know though. Cause like, yeah. Can you really like so remake something so iconic? Yeah. No, and you yeah. need him and like, but like, what's, what's one that was crap that could be like remade better that should have been given a, a, another chance. Yeah. Um, Hmm. <laughs> it's hard. That's I wish you had. Really, yeah, really good it's question. a really good question. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good question. I, I, my inkling was to say um, something like Sleepaway Camp because I think that like Sleepaway Camp. I was just Camp, thinking that too. I think but Sleepaway Camp is really iconic. Now. It yeah. is. But imagine if somebody made it the way that they redid Evil Dead, whereas like yeah. it's Fair. iconic, but it's yeah. not very good in a lot of no, ways. No, it's yeah, not good like, at all. Yes, yes, yes. I, I was like thinking it. of Sleepaway Camp also. Yeah, Sleepaway like... Camp is like objectively not really a good movie as no. much as like, but we love it. I love that movie. It's a great movie. It's iconic. So what if somebody remade it now the way it sort of was supposed to be made? Like more gory, more intense, but more you take lean. out you would take out the twist. Maybe, or you would lean into it. Can, Let's talk about you know, trans rights. Let's make yeah, it a little but, bit like yeah. sociopolitical. You know what I mean? I think we yeah. could remake that movie and it could be like even cooler and even That's more. That's not a bad, yeah, it's not a bad. Um... Yeah, right? Because it's a, it's a really good movie that I think needs a, a reboot maybe. Yeah, um, you got to think of something that like, um, 
was kind of shitty. Like, I mean, technically, again, I loved Evil Dead, but there is a point to be said that Evil Dead could have, should have, right, should have been remade because of just like you know, right. I, I mean, would have, I would, I would also, if I that, yeah, remake any movie, maybe remake Pet Cemetery uh, differently than the remake. Yes, but the remake yes, was mediocre. Yeah, the remake was garbage. Yes, it I think we all agree. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. a good one too. Let's remake it again. Let's, let's remake it again. Exactly. I think if the remake wasn't a Pet Cemetery movie, I would have been like, that's fine. But it was a Pet yeah. Cemetery movie, and I was like, we can do a lot better than this. Yeah, we um, were yeah. so stoked for that too. Pet Cemetery is another one that is like in in Pet Cemetery is like a five star movie to me, but objectively, that movie is probably not that great. Like the acting's not great. Yeah, so like yeah, we could remake that, <laughs> and we can make it so good, you know. Yeah. and maybe don't give away the change that you made to the original yeah. story in the trailer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, not even the trailer, like the poster, like just yeah, ruin it, uh, like right <laughs> off the like. <laughs> All right. My last question is, if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain, who would it be? Ooh, one horror villain. Well, wait, is the, are they going to kill me or are they like, we're chilling with no, them? No, then you're chilling. Okay. Oh, this is such a good question. Oh, chilling. I'm trying to think if I want like someone like Freddie, who's yeah. not going to shut up and like, it's going to be fun to chill with, or like someone who's going to be silent, like art from Terrifier and will just sit there and make faces at me. Right. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm not even a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan, but I feel like I gotta go with Freddy just because, like, <laughs> I, I feel like you'll just be like partying the whole. Yeah, time. I think that's a. I think it's a great one. I um, I would go with Chop Top um from Texas Chainsaw Massacre too because oh god, Tammy. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, similar reason though. I'm a giant Bill Mosley fan. I was about to say because uh, you love him. You're not getting I Bill Mosley. You're getting the character. Him. If you're listening to this, Bill Mosley, get at me. Um, <laughs> no, but I think DMs. I think get slided to my DMs. Um, I think that Jamie's right about Freddy. I think Chop Top would be really fun. I would probably get annoyed with him by the end of. Yeah, um, of course. That's why pandemic. I was laughing at what you said because he gets so annoying so quick. Yeah, like, yeah. But but Freddy and Chop Top had that similar right where they would just like entertain us the entire yeah, time. Yeah, you're gonna so go, fun yeah. to like they would just make me laugh for the entire the entire time, which I think is, you know. Or maybe or maybe Jigsaw, just because I I kind of yeah. really like Tobin Bell. I'm oh, not I even the biggest Tobin like Bell. saw, but like yeah. to have Tobin Bell just sit here and talk to me. And maybe we could just like come up with saw designs. Like let's be like, hey, let's <laughs> talk about that reverse air trap. Like I got some ideas on that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you for being here. Uh, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you individually <laughs> online yeah. as well as Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Um. Yeah. Sure individually out of chaos we don't need it but like yeah um we now because we finally have like a site too so you can literally just go to texaschainpawmassacre.com and that can even link you to twitter and instagram which is where we do most of it i mean the the site obviously now has become a, a point for resources and to lead you to our um but if you want to like look at the pictures get our witty captions which twitter destroys because we have to take our witty captions from instagram and cut them down for twitter and it drives me insane but um yeah so Twitter doesn't let us be as funny as we are yeah you know? <laughs> um so yeah texas chain paw massacre is our website and then um it will take you to our instagram and twitter which are also i think like instagram is just at texas chain paw massacre because you could have the whole thing yeah. twitter i think we had to shorten so it's i think tx right Tam? i think it's chain yeah paw mass. i think you're right i think it's TX, TX, chain paw mass, paw mass, I think. yeah and so also like, a um a little plug for we now have like a shop um and so you can buy you know like the mugs and t-shirts and and um all of the proceeds for that you know will go to um rescues of our choice each month each month so, we're gonna pick uh, a different one each month yeah we pick a different one each month and so it's like really cool it's just another way to help animal rescues in need and get some cool merch out of it yeah awesome well thank you for all the work that you're doing to for animals everywhere and thank you for being here thank, thank you. you for this having is, us yeah this super fun last yeah <laughs> That's it for this week's episode of Who's There? I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Tammy and Jamie, and thanks again to Tammy and Jamie for coming on. I'll leave links to where you can find Texas Chainpaw Massacre in the show notes. Again, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and you can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod or on Instagram at Who's There Podcast. Or if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or you'd like to be a guest, shoot us an email at hello at Who's There Podcast.com. Until next time, stay scary and get vaccinated.